Welcome to the Kathy Bixel Podcast. Today, we are going to look at the fourth key, the fourth of four, the fourth and final key of how to break into our new day. Hopefully, you have been following us and listening to the prior broadcasts leading up to this one. We are once again going to be using Isaiah chapter 6 as the backdrop for the revelation that the Lord is releasing on how we are to move forward in this season. I'm just so grateful the Lord is with us, helping us, giving us insight and wisdom on how we can prosper and take hold of our inheritance in this season. So let's look at Isaiah chapter 6, and we're going to start in verse, not going to read the the whole thing because we have been uh, reading it on the prior podcast, but we're going to begin in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 6. As as Isaiah is in this heavenly encounter, he sees, it says here, Then flew one of the seraphim, the heavenly beings to me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from off the altar. And with it he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your iniquity and guilt are taken away, and your sin is completely atoned for and forgiven." And also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And then said I, Here am I, send me. What we are going to find out, what we're going to find is that this new era is marked by radical commissionings into new expressions of our callings and assignments. Our purpose is so important. We were created for God's pleasure with purpose and power. And it is so important to recognize that in this season, one of the primary things that the Holy Spirit is doing is He is even uh, not only commissioning people, but often recommissioning people with new expressions and new dimensions and new assignments within the context of their lifelong callings. Many of us have been been transitioning from one season to another, and now we are entering in that, and we should start to see and experience the fulfillment or the new way, the new look to uh, and feel to our callings. And, and the things that God is calling us to do. Jesus had purpose. The scripture says, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested. And it's critical to understand that in challenging things, we can lose hold of our purpose, especially when we've been through hard seasons, seasons of warfare where we have really had to stand strong in the midst of opposition and adversity. Maybe it's a battle in our finances or our ministry callings. Maybe it's the battles in our home over um, relationships or uh, you know just the daily cares of life. But if we are not careful, little by little, the enemy chips away at our identity and our sense of purpose, and we find ourselves in in just a state of, uh, you know, of of lethargy. Sometimes lethargy, but more so hopelessness or or being visionless. And this is what happened to Isaiah. The last years of uh, Uzziah's life, as we spoke about uh, in our prior podcast, his apostasy, his unwillingness to listen to the prophets and the priests, those that came to him, um, the idolatrous living in Isaiah's culture, 
that, you know, abandoned, where, you know, the children of Israel abandoned the nation of Israel, abandoned the right way of living and adhering to God's goodness in their lives. That is what happened uh, to Isaiah. But in the midst of that, he is captivated by the glory of God. His lips are his lips are cleansed. His perspective has shifted. And now the Lord asks him, who shall I send? Someone had to be sent to speak. And this is the era of the mouth. We have all heard it. Most of us have heard it already that this is the era of the mouth that in the Hebrew uh, in the Hebrew calendar this year, 5780, that number 80 is the pictograph in the Hebrew language of a mouth. So this is the era where we have heard repeatedly, we are to be decreeing, we are to be prophesying our future. And the Lord says to Isaiah, who will go and speak for me? See, you don't have to have a full-time pulpit ministry to speak for God. Preachers are not the only ones with mouths. All of us have mouths. And God is saying, will you go and speak for me? Will you be my voice? You may be um, uh, driving in a car today, listening to this, uh, this podcast with, you know, two children in a car in car seats behind you um, on your way to drop them off at school or uh, you're volunteering at a homeless shelter and you are just or taking care of an elderly parent all of those th- all of those daily activities we carry the presence of God with us into them the, the power the beauty of having Christ in us is that we don't have to go to a place to worship him we are his dwelling place. You are his dwelling place. And God created you to release your unique expression of who he is in the earth. So God needs you, but you need to be willing to go. And I love how God asks Isaiah, you know, or says, whom shall I send? He gives him the opportunity he gives him the opportunity to find the invitation. So we don't want to decline the invitation. But what establishes us and gives us the power to say yes to that invitation is that when we see his glory as Isaiah did, we are established in his identity and his love, and we can go and speak and go to places that he calls us to, no matter what we face. And this is what Isaiah experienced. He experienced a new commissioning. You know, this is actually in the Word of God. We see that King David himself experienced three anointings. And there are seasons in our lives where Holy Spirit comes to reorder our steps in a new direction, sometimes with a new emphasis. I know my um, spiritual mentor and father, Kenneth E. Hagan, that he had uh, seasons of his life and ministry. He called them stages, where there were um, where there was the manifestation of offices that came to the forefront. Where towards his later years, uh, the one of the I believe it was the third stage of his ministry was the gift of the prophet, the office of the prophet, where primarily. Uh, Prior to that, he had mostly operated in miracles and the gift of faith and the gifts of healings. But now this was a new season, and he had to obey that calling as much as he resisted it. 
So Isaiah is a picture of this new commissioning that we are um, experience that we are all in this season experiencing. And one of the things I love about this encounter is that it's through this becomes a template we see even historically for great men and women of God that God has raised up through history for us to to look at, um, to inspire us. We see that most, all of them actually, they didn't try to find a network to support them. They didn't try to set themselves up for ministry. Their calling came through an encounter. Their they, they didn't even necessarily have a prophetic word from someone else. It was the presence of God encountering them that, that where they heard the voice of the Lord. Sometimes they actually saw the Lord, and it was in that encounter that they were called. And so you say, well, what does that mean, Kathy? You may be asking that question. Well, what that means is that in this season— the Holy Spirit is going to be drawing you into spending more time with Him, more time in His Word, more time in His presence. He's drawing you because He wants to recommission you. He knows and has ordered each and every step that you are walking in. And sometimes we don't understand the process. We don't understand sometimes why there seems like there's confusion or there seems like we can't see our way, but it's the Holy Spirit drawing us into the presence of the Lord so we can see the new direction. We can see the new path that He is forging ahead for us. And I love this this picture of Isaiah because there was no striving on Isaiah's part. So many of God's leaders are battle-weary. And some of it is through striving, but recognize that we, you know, we can't drink the poison. And I think this is the challenge face any into in the culture of fame and the culture of self that exists today, uh, that kind of creeps over into the church. We un, we unwittingly we drink the poison of comparison, and instead of our own relationship with the Father being our personal plumb line for our personal obedience, we look at what everybody else is doing as our measurement of our success or the measurement or definition of what we should be doing. We miss it and we miss out. The place of humility the place of being in love with Jesus, the simple place of having our identity established in our place, our unique place in His heart, is the confidence that we have that God will do everything to make sure that we connect with the people and the places necessary for our advancement into our destiny. I love how the Apostle Paul referred to himself in Corinthians as called of God. Oh, actually, it was Galatians. Excuse me. Called of God, not by men, nor by the will of a man. We have to stop looking to man for our direction. Holy Spirit, the guide, the lamp is inside of you. And in this season, this is what the Holy Spirit is saying. He is saying, I am recommissioning. I am, I am recommissioning new expressions. So if that's what he is saying, then get in position to hear and to see what they are in your life.
That is so powerful and it's so encouraging. And I, I love it because the last couple of, uh, last several weeks, I've heard two major global leaders say the same word. I had uh, these notes prepared and everything, seeing it out of this, uh, this portion of scripture in Isaiah. And it was a confirming word that this is what Holy Spirit is doing. So we want to be in position. He, God wants to see if you are willing. What is dangerous about the call of God is that when we say yes, like Isaiah did, sometimes we don't realize what we are saying yes to. In this uh, portion of scripture in Isaiah chapter 6, we actually find out that Isaiah's calling was to go and speak. Once he said to the Lord, here I am, the the Lord says to him, okay, you're ready to go. Now I'm going to send you to a people that aren't going to listen to what you say. How about that for a calling? So not only do we have to be willing to say yes to the Lord, we need to be willing to say yes to the place that he's sending us to go to. And then Isaiah's response to God telling him he's going to have to go to a people that have ears and e- that have ears and eyes but aren't seeing and aren't hearing, Isaiah says to him, "How long is that going to be?" And here we go again, always with God's prophets And with each one of us, there is a process. How God transforms our character in the midst of the challenges in our callings. Isaiah is like, oh my gosh, how long do I have to do that? So just be quick to hear. What we are learning in this season is that we need to just be responsive to the promptings of Holy Spirit, even if we don't understand where they are taking us or it seems different than how we are used to doing things. You know, maybe it's about your giving. Maybe there's uh, uh, ministries you're supposed to give to that you didn't give to before. Maybe there's amounts of money you're to be uh, sacrificing to the Lord and honoring uh, Him with in this season. Maybe it's a place you're supposed to, supposed to move uh, geographically. Whatever it is, we find out that God transforms us as we move forward in these simple promptings. And as we pursue God, even as Isaiah did, that Isaiah, in that time of change when Uzziah died, came into the presence of the Lord, as we pursued, as we pursue, we are pursued. As we pursue God, we are pursued so that the life and character of Christ is what is ultimately released out of us to bless the world. I love what Keith Moore, uh, uh, Pastor Keith Moore says, that the willing discover God's will. If you are listening today, just be willing and take your assignments with joy, just like Isaiah did. Take that new commissioning with joy. And what's powerful is God just didn't send him somewhere. He sent him with his power, with his anointing, with a vision of the heavenly glory that was going to accompany him no matter matter where he went. Just as God had a plan for Isaiah, he has one for you today. You will be empowered and instructed to minister even to the next generation. These new callings and new commissionings aren't just for those coming out of, you know, Bible schools in their 20s. This is for all of us that are still alive and breathing. Remember, Caleb was in his 80s when he received that that unction to go and to claim the, the mountain, to go to Hebron, to take his mountain. 
I think it's interesting that when Isaiah Isaiah received this call, he no longer obviously was going to minister or or speak to uh, those that were used to be in power. It was now King Uzziah's son Ahaz that was in governmental power that was now going to be the new king, and he was the one that Isaiah was sent to. So it's really in, it's important to also to know that it doesn't matter where you are in your lifespan God always has a tomorrow with a plan and a purpose for you to fulfill. This is a real uh, passion of mine for people to be released into their callings and their purposes, um, because it's such a, a vital part of our experience with God. He had, when He created you, He had an idea in mind. He had a dream beyond your dream. He had a dream, and there's there's a reason that you're here now. And so actually, over the past year, I've designed an online course to help people understand what it means to be called of God and how that calling and that purpose is manifested in your life. So we did our first online uh, online uh, launch of it in October, and now we are set to do our second uh, our, our second uh, sign up for it, a registration, which is going to start April 1st. And the, the point of this course, it's called Marked for This Moment, Maturing into Your Destiny. And the point of this course is that you are just not here to take up space. And it, it is not too late. No, once again, no matter where you are in your lifespan, it is not too late. God wants you to be awakened to the blessed life of fulfillment that he has marked out for you. You are marked for an incredible calling. And when I say incredible, I don't mean necessarily that the whole world knows what it is. It's just incredible because it's not something you would believe God would do in your life, right? He went to the prophet and he's, you know, he said, I have something for you that it would not be, it would not be believable even if I told you what it was. That's what I mean by incredible. It doesn't mean that, and maybe you will be all over the internet, but me, or, you know, or that's part of your calling, but maybe not. Maybe you get to be in the councils of heaven and in, in prayer, release direction and release wisdom and release prophecy so that a, a, an apostle can execute his vision vision. Or maybe God has given you a, play, uh, a product, something that could meet the needs of people in this generation, and he's downloaded a business plan to you, right? So no matter what that is, there is a process in the fulfillment of that calling. And so whatever season of life that you, went, you are in, this course is designed to help you step into that role. Um, our, our hope is that through this course that um, you will recognize that not only are you called, but that there is a process. And if you understand the process of your calling, that uh, and as you grow in that calling, that you won't become discouraged. So we actually have two tiers for this course. You can find out all about it on kathybixel.com. We have two uh, two tiers of this course. Um, the There's one that is uh, a, a, a level of courses that for those of you that are called to ministry or, or are already active in ministry, 
Um, it is 12 unique video lectures, plus we have three additional lectures that are pertinent to people just with ministry calls and leadership roles. But the entire course is, is available and um, applicable for any call that you have in your life. We also have three live interactive sessions and downloadable lecture outlines for each one of our lessons. So um, this, this month, especially for our podcast listeners for this course, we have a special code breakthrough for a discount. So just head over to kathybixel.com and all the information is there. You'll be able to um, be directed to all the information to register. Again, it will start April 1st, so you don't want to take too long to go visit the website to sign up, okay? So I just wanted to uh, interject that here because it was a, a perfect opportunity. So you don't want to miss Marked for This Moment, Maturing into Your Destiny. You are not called to do something. You are called to be someone. Isaiah received his calling in the context of experiencing the beauty and the majesty of God. He was undone and basically was confronted with the reality that he could no longer live his life normally. And that is what the Lord is after. He wants us to drop the normal. And you too have been called for such a time of this. You need to be filled with joy and expectation. You need to leap over the obstacles that are in front of you. This is not supposed to be easy. What I feel is so pertinent about Isaiah's call is that it was not an easy call. And if you're looking for easy, receiving the call of God isn't easy, <laughs> right? But but. We will obey because we love the Lord. If fulfilling our purpose requires fortitude, endurance, faith, and hope. And these are powerful, powerful virtues that you will never feel adequately, adequately equipped to possess. But that is the key to this season. This is the key. It is being radically commissioned in His presence. That's the key. No more striving, no more trying to fulfill the call of God on your own. It was in the presence of the Lord that this power and strength and might was transferred to Isaiah and will be transferred to us. There's something about being in the presence of Jesus. It is a spiritual dynamic. You catch what's on him. Right, You just do. His goodness is contagious. His glory is contagious. His, his strength is contagious. The way he thinks, it's contagious. When you spend time with him and behold him, we've heard it taught to us over and over over the past de decade that as we behold him, we become who he is. And I, I want to speak to every single one of you today. You know, so many times we put the emphasis, and and there should be a little bit in, of an emphasis because as the uh, on leadership, because as the leaders go, the body of Christ goes, and so leaders need to be encouraged and need to be fulfilling their calling and their assignments. But all of us, each and every one of us, there's not there's not going to be. I'm not greater or more special to God because I have. Uh, an anointing on my life to teach the to preach the gospel in in a in a fivefold office. If anything, there is more responsibility on me. There is a uh, more that is required of me. 
But if you are not called into one of those fivefold offices, you can do something to change history too. It might be seen or it may be unseen. I, I was thinking this morning of Susanna Wesley and Susanna Wesley having all of those children, right? All those children and uh, I forget how many she had, either seven of them, nine of them. I don't know. She might've even had 12 of them. She had a lot. She had a whole litter of children and, you know, she had to take care of them every day. And, and the story goes that she would kneel on her kitchen floor. She would put her apron over her head and tell the children not for anyone to come near her, not one of them to come near her. She was having her time with God. And in that hour every day, that woman raised two firebrands, Charles Wesley, John Wesley. She raised firebrands that we are now, hundreds of years later, we are still talking about at least two of her children. So think of the potential that even resides in your mouth, in your life this season, even as a parent, as a mother, or a father. As we close out our podcast for today, I want to read you something. Um, actually, part of it is a quote from Oswald Chambers, but it is a, um, out of a book called uh, The Call, Finding and Fulfilling the Central Purpose of Your Life, written by Oz Guinness. Uh, in my in our, uh, the course that I've produced, I actually provide for you a list of resources um, that I have used over 35 years that I have referenced or uh, powerful resources that have impacted my life and my movement forward in my calling. And one of them is this book that I keep on my shelf, and it just is a, a wonderful resource. But in closing today, I want you to read what he talks about, what, how he speaks of the call. Uh, he writes here on page 41, There is no surer guide here than the devotional writer Oswald Chambers as he talks about the dedication of heart to Jesus. He says, Beware of anything that competes with the loyalty to Jesus Christ. The greatest competitor of devotion to Jesus is service for him. The one aim of the call of God, okay, listen to this, this is by Oswald Chambers, the one aim of the call of God is the satisfaction of God, not a call to do something for Him. I want you to think about that as we close today's podcast. Os Guinness goes on to ask these questions in response to that quote, do we enjoy our work, love our work, virtually worship our work so that our devotion to Jesus is off-center? Do we put our emphasis on service or usefulness or being productive in working for God at His expense? Do we strive to prove our own significance? That, I believe, is a big question we always have to keep in our minds as we are fulfilling our callings, especially in this generation. Do we strive to make a difference in the world, to carve our names in marble on the monuments of time? The call of God blocks the path of all such deeply human tendencies. We are not primarily called to do something or go somewhere. We are called to someone. We are not called first to special work, but to God. The key to answering the call is to be devoted to no one, and to nothing above God himself. 
As Chambers writes, the men and women our Lord sends out on his enterprises are the ordinary human stuff, plus dominating devotion to himself wrought by the Holy Spirit. The most frequent phrase in Oswald's writings are, be absolutely his. And so I want to encourage you to not strive for your calling, not strive for your assignment, not feel insignificant if you are not doing something that the whole world is seeing, but to come into the presence of the Almighty God, to come into the presence of the one who, where Isaiah encountered the seraphim and he saw the shakings of the sanctuary of God and he beheld the glory Come into fellowship and companionship and relationship with that one, the God of heaven and earth. And it is in that place, in the beauty of his glory, that you will not only receive a revelation of your calling, but you will receive the power, the strength, the divine energy, and wisdom to fulfill it. So I pray for you today that you will be launched, re-equipped, recommissioned in this season, and that you will blossom in fulfillment in your land of promise. God bless you, and don't forget to tune in next time. Thank you for listening to the Kathy Bixel Podcast. For more information about Kathy, her upcoming itinerary, media resources, and more, visit kathybixel.com. Again, We want to thank you for taking the time to listen. The Kathy Bixel Podcast is produced by Newgate Media, Copyright 2020.